What up? Welcome to another episode of the Dealer Talk Podcast. In today's session, we're talking to none other than Mr. Bowtie Terrence. Very excited to have this conversation. Um, You know, I really appreciate when people within our industry are leveraging creativity and connecting on social media uh, to create a brand for themselves. And this dude is doing that very, very successfully. If you're already following his content, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you're not, I highly, highly suggest that you go check it out. Also, if you haven't done so already, please make sure to share this podcast, share this episode with somebody that can benefit from the information so that they can take it back to the dealership and implement in their day-to-day. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's check it out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dealer Talk Podcast. Uh, tonight is going to be a great episode. We've got a great guest. I'm very excited to talk to him. Um, we've been uh, playing back and forth on Instagram, and um, I'm just excited to have him on the show. Uh, somebody that's super creative. Um, it's got a great story on, uh, on uh, you know how to utilize social media to make a difference and an impact and personal branding. Um, and yeah, man, it's just exciting. Eric, what's up, dude? How you doing, man? Oh, Herbalicious, I'm fantastic, bro. I'm fantastic. Notice how I draw it the fantastic, because I'm fantastic. Right on, man. Dude, so we got a great guest tonight. Before we get into it, I kind of wanted to pick your brain. We were talking here before we started the session about um, creativity, right? And you were mentioning one of your guys, how they kind of took the initiative um, uh, to create kind of a mini website of of sorts uh, that was, you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it, they were kind of using the dealership as, or they were setting their, themselves up as uh, as if the dealership was theirs, right? And in a way to create, um, uh, you know, some additional business and personal branding. Uh, how do you how do you take that? You know, when you have uh, a, uh, somebody on your staff that's that's taking that kind of initiative and creativity to to make a difference. <laughs> Oh, you know, the first thing I do is fire him. Are you serious, bro? I mean, this is this is this is literally what I talk about. You know, as, as especially in today's environment, um, I, I talk a lot about you know IBO, independent business owner, where you really have you owe yourself a duty to kind of set yourself up as as your own little business entity, right? Gain your own attraction because this online presence is is in fact like. It's almost like your resume. So I mean, it, it, you, you, people get to view you um, by what you're able to create for the dealership. So I, I, I get totally excited when somebody takes the initiative of, you know, they, they built themselves a website via through Facebook um, that uses our inventory, and I, <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. So it's a big deal. I think it's a great way to stand out. I, th- I think it's a great way to to be different. And uh, uh, I enjoy the fact that I'm not the only one that's just different. I like I like other people being different around me. So there's something to be gained from that. That's a, it's an advantage. Yeah, man. You know, I, I totally agree, and that's one of the reasons why the guest for tonight is is uh, is a special guest because you know he's really done some pretty amazing things uh, by kind of capitalizing 
um, what I consider to be his passion because it comes through very genuinely um, and uh, and social media and putting those two messages together to appeal to an audience. And I think that when you do that and we're going to, you know, obviously we'll ask the questions and, and kind of uh, get a, uh, a bigger understanding of the whole picture. But I think when you put the, when you put those things together and it's really it just, you know, it's magic happens, man. I just don't know any other way to say it. Um, so anyway, um, I'm excited to have the conversation. Let's, let's, let's get, let's get this uh, person on the mic so we can have a session. Uh, without further ado, the guest for today is Mr. Bo Todd Terrence. What's up, sir? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> man, excited to have you on the show. You have no idea, bro. We're always watching your videos. Like, I'm always sending them to Eric. I'm checking them out on Instagram. I'm like, dude, this dude's like, he's doing it for real, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, so, sorry, it took me so long, man. I, I, be, uh, I gotta get my, my notifications. Ain't I don't know what happened to them, but my Instagram notifications they don't they don't they don't work on my phone. No, man, dude, I'm sh- I'm sure oh. you know celebrity status, bro. I get it. Man. I, I, I understand. <laughs> but um, all right. So the first question we always ask uh, our guests, just uh, just uh, to kind of set up some perspective, is uh, tell us a little bit about your background, man. Tell us, give us a recap. Uh, shoot, man, I got a pretty, pretty uh, diverse background, man. I've done some of everything, man. I've sold some of everything. I, uh, man, I got. Let's see. I'm from Atlanta, you know. Yeah. yeah. High, high school, uh, you know, Atlanta. Played college football at University of Minnesota. Oh, right uh, on. Right out. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, got a. Uh, see, I got a. I was a stockbroker for about six months. And uh, this, this was when I learned that I didn't know how to sell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, you know, it was right, right around the time Pursuit of Happiness had just come out. And I said, man, I'm going to go be Will Smith. <laughs> and uh, I was, <laughs> I was, I, w- I was Will Smith, but I wasn't the Will, the Will Smith that made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were, you were the other guy. And then that's uh, so I ended up, uh, I ended up driving trucks for about five or six years over the road. Oh, right on. And I'm then I said, yeah, I made pretty good money doing it. Uh, yeah, I actually, you know, I, I did about five years longer than I planned on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I drove. Then I saw I started selling life insurance, and then when I started selling life insurance, is when I learned how to sell. So then I did, like, you know, I did life insurance. I did. Why? Uh, why do you say life insurance? That's interesting. Well, no, I actually went. So um, was it a mentor, somebody that that kind of took you under their wing and taught you? Yeah, or? yeah. So I had a mentor who he really taught me one presentation. And then um, so a couple of other things, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I studied a lot about sales because I knew I didn't want to drive trucks, but but I also knew I didn't want to go work, you know, salary or hourly or something like that. So the only option was to do sales. So I knew I had to learn how to do it. So I hooked up with a guy who showed me a, a life insurance presentation and I, I, I saw a little bit of, you know, I saw a little bit and then I learned um it don't necessarily work in the car business, but in life insurance, it worked like almost 100 percent of the time. Instead of me asking uh, the you know client or potential client who I was doing my presentation with, you know, would they be interested? I just asked who did they know would be interested in. They all they would like almost always say, "Hell, I, 
I'd be interested. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I, I learned, you know, a little psychology of sales and, you know, doing life insurance. And then I, um, I started selling mutual funds and like retirement products. And then um, the life insurance chargebacks is what said, you know, I'm done with this life insurance thing. I'm going to go do finance at a car dealership because I know I knew somebody or I knew of somebody who, you know, he appeared to make a pretty good living. And that's what he did. So I went, applied to do uh, finance jobs in, uh, in in a car dealership. Well, I didn't get the chance to apply because they let me know I couldn't do it without selling cars first. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I said, I, I wasn't interested in doing that. So I went back and I drove trucks for about seven months. And I said, man, I'm going to go do this, try this car dealership thing, man, see if I can just sell some cars. Love that. And then that's how I had, that's, that's how I got here. So, and how long were you at the dealership? Are you still at the dealership? Because I, I've seen you transition to real estate now too. Are you doing both, or what's what's going on? With that? Yeah, so I do. Like I'm, I, I don't know if I'll ever stop doing a car business. Just I mean, it's like it's almost you know car sales has become like second nature to me. So you know, I think it'd be foolish for me to just stop exactly you know, car yeah. business. <laughs> but but I um. My girlfriend and I like so she's like full time real estate agent, you know, and uh, I'm sales and sales, and I, you know I do marketing, so I say why not? Let me uh I'll market real estate and see if I can drum up some business. <laughs> so right on, okay. um, got it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna I'm, my my first question is probably the question that you get asked all the time on the podcasts and stuff that you're doing. So how did this come about? Like the 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 the, the music, right? The hip hop vibe, and the you know combining that with social media and the car business, and like, tell me that story, man. Like, how did that? When did you have that aha moment? And then when did you record the first one, put it out, and the reaction that it got? Yeah. So the I mean, it, it's all been like bits, and I mean, it just happened, you know, accidentally or. God's plan, but it was it was anybody's plan but mine. I was just <laughs> wanting to sell cars, and I've always been you know into social media back from you know MySpace. You know, I was at, when Facebook first came out. All of my teammates came to me to do their their pictures, their profile picture because I was pretty decent with Photoshop. So, uh, like, I've always been in, into social media. Uh, when I was driving trucks, uh, Twitter was my thing. And then, uh, but I, I don't know, I just, social media has always been my thing, but I never put the two together. Well, I tried to put it two together. When I first got in the business, I would use songs that were popular on the radio and I would just, and nice. I would just overlay those songs on videos of, of the inventory. And then um, one day my brother, so I got a brother, he's about 10 years younger than me. I, I actually convinced him to come sell cars because he could if he tried. But uh, he and he music is like what he does. He's he's real passionate about music. He's you know, and we was we were at work, and he was you know he was like rapping one of something that he had wrote, and I was like, oh yeah, that's tight. And then I saw freestyling, and I was freestyling about cars. And right. Then, <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. One day I was like, I, I was at home on my laptop, and I was uh, downloaded a beat. <laughs> Like from YouTube, and then I wrote some wrote some lyrics to it, and I was like, man, this is, I 
like this. <laughs> oh, my God, so, man. This is sick. It's so good. And then, uh, yeah, and I learned. I mean, it was just something. Before I made a video, just I'm, I, I did that song probably like five or six months before I made a video. And then, um, no, I, actually, I never made a video for that song. So I made it like that. I was just jammed. I had everybody in the dealership cause, uh, singing the song because we'd play it all the time. But I never made a video. So then I did another song. And then that's the one I was like, man, I should do a video. And we did a video. And um, I mean, it, 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 it got some traction. But the uh, the one that I'm probably got, the reason why you guys know me is because that one song I did from uh, the, when I worked for Toyota for about six days. <laughs> so. <laughs> when when you do these like okay man so many questions right but when you put these deals together do you go up to the to the gm or the gsm or a sales manager or whatever and you're like hey man i'm, I'm gonna I, this is my thing this is what i do um and and do they give you the green light do they do they fund it do, like how does that or, or do they tell you man no like uh, do that well part like, of reason, what's the reaction part of the reason why i got into sales was you know the the freedom to pretty much do what you wanted to do and right. you know, yes, I'm almost you know just a little personal thing about me. I'm an I'm an oldest. I'm the oldest of six kids. I'm an Aries. I play middle linebacker, so you know I've been pretty much in control of everything my whole life. <laughs> right. So, so I, I I'm not really one of those guys that ask for permission. You know, I, I'm one sort of ask for forgiveness. So when I first did it, I asked anybody. I just said I'm gonna do it, and I did it, and. I was surprised to know that the the only flack I got was from a GSM, and he was upset that I didn't mention the dealership name in the song. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you gotta work. <laughs> so, but um, but that wasn't a video; that was a song. So I never did a video for that song. But he was upset I didn't mention the video name in the song. But um, so. The next one I did mention the video, the video name in the song, and then uh, they, everybody loved it. I mean, I get, the first video I did, you'll you'll see a couple of the, the new car director and the GSM was in the video, and a couple of other videos. You know, the whole management staff was in the video. One of the videos I did, I was actually, you know, I had already, you know, quote unquote, graduated to the management staff when I did uh, one of the videos. <laughs> Hey, so let, let me ask you a question because this is this is what this is how I I, I, I wanted to ask this question. This is what the the number one question I wanted to ask you. So, are you more of an artist than you are a salesman, or vice versa? Because I mean, you the 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 ease of you know the music as it comes through it's quite apparent that you're an artist. But I mean, are, what, what's what's more important to you? Oh wait, hold on. It, it, it was a little breakup there. Say, can you repeat the question? You bet. So, are you more of an artist than you are a salesman, or vice versa? What what is uh, how do you view yourself? Um, so I'm definitely, I gotta say, I'm a, I'm a hybrid. I'm a little bit of both. Like, I don't really consider myself as a salesperson because if I have to pitch anything, nobody's buying. Um, but you know, if I get the chance to sit down, you know, and talk to somebody, and you know. <laughs> like learn them then i guess that is part of being sales you know i guess i'm, I'm more i'm inquisitive right. that's how i sell because i'm inquisitive but um 
for the artist, uh, shoot, I don't know. I'm not in, I'm here's the thing. I'm introverted. I don't really like talking to a whole lot of people and having cameras in my face and, you know, doing interviews and, and like the meet and greet for me, I, I struggle for the, with the meet and greet for a long time in car business. Cause I don't like meeting new people. Um, I don't right. like the attention and then having the spotlight and all that. So, but I did recognize that I'm talented with writing because I, I used to do poetry, like write poetry and stuff. <laughs> So I know how to write, but I think the whole, uh, and when I'm recording these songs, I'm actually in the room like by myself. So like the, the what you hear on the in, on the videos was actually done in a room when it's just me. Uh, like I don't I have no engineers or no, I, just, I do all that on my laptop. And um, so on the video, it's easy to, like the video just come together. You can use everybody in the dealership, you know, put it together. But if I had to do it with just me in the, and the camera, I don't think anybody would be interested. So, what do you use for equipment? Can I can I ask you that? Yeah, it's um. Let me see. I use I have a MacBook. I use GarageBand, which is free with the MacBook. And I bought a microphone and some headphones. But I, I mean, I, I didn't like go out and you know get studio quality equipment. But I got a. I mean, I paid like a hundred bucks for a mic. I just got some right. dude. I thought I thought you were recording in a booth or something because it sounds so exactly good. Man. <laughs> that's my point. Yes. No, no, that's, so that, that was hours of YouTube on Shut Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I spent a lot of time on YouTube, pretty much uh, trying to figure out how to what volumes I need to record it and stuff like that. So let me ask you this question, man. So obviously you have passion for that, right? And you're combining the two things, the sales and that. Um, but for the people that are that are listening to this, maybe even uh, people that are entering the the the, the business, um, how has this paid off for you financially? Yes. And obviously without specifics, right? But right. How how has this made the the that how how what kind of an impact has it made for you as far as selling cars and, and being successful at it uh i think i mean that's one of those it's kind of hard to uh quantify it because uh, it's, it's like maybe like an offensive line on a on a football team you know a lot a lot of the things that they do don't show up on a stat sheet but but without them you know the team probably wouldn't be successful so I uh, like I, I get a ton of why well, when I was saying I don't do it. I mean I'm in, I'm the internet director at my store now, so I it's hard to get out the cheap the, out the seats. But when I was d- doing those videos, I would get a lot of um, you know like inbox messages from referrals. I get I get a ton of referrals. I got a ton of referrals. Um, but I think more than anything, it it drives like the team like when you get other people around you to join you it just makes everybody you know to say like uh, uh success breeds success or iron sharpens iron it just, yes, sir. It, it, it yes. just gets everybody to you know step their game up and you know if you know if you're a salesperson worth anything you competitive so it just makes you go harder so i, I you know i got me doing that made other people in a dealership you know step outside the box to do other things and then, so it makes you do something else. And then also, uh, you know, it it gave birth to a, a lot of other rapping car salesmen, which made me, when I said I wasn't doing it, I said yes. I wasn't doing any more videos. 
I saw another video and then I had to do one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, of so, course. So, so uh, like things, I guess, you know, it just kind of got the ball rolling to, for uh, to, to create an environment that was, you know, easy to keep going when you get tired. So, I mean, is it fair to say that social media did work for you, like that you used it, uh, you were creative, and it actually generates business? Like you can quantify the effort by cars that you sold and money in your pocket. Yes, and you can definitely. And just I'll give one example that I always give because it's the easiest to give is that uh, you, I mean, you got to have the content, the content, the content, the content. But the content means nothing if you if it's not in front of an audience. And sometimes you you might need a little help to get that content in front of an audience. So I ten dollars I spent on Instagram to boost one of my videos, and uh, I sold one car from the ten dollars spent. And I was like, man, if I would have spent a hundred bucks, I would have sold ten cars. But I only spent ten bucks, and she referred her cousin. Her cousin brought his girlfriend. Her cousin told him the car that he bought, and he ended up buying a truck. So I got four car deals from that ten dollar spin um, because of the hey. because of the content. Wow, Terrence, let me let me ask you something. Who who inspires you? Oh, ooh, man, that's that's that's. I mean, I don't know. I we I, I had this conversation. Uh, a lot, um, and I, my question—I never been asked who inspires me, but I, you know, I get—I've I, been asked what, what like motivates me. I don't—I don't necessarily have anybody to inspire me uh, outside of like me. Like I want to—I don't want to be my. There's a lot of people. You're, you're, yeah, you're chasing yourself. Yeah. So I'll, let me tell I'm you something. That, that, like that's such a great ahead. answer. That's such a great answer. I mean, I, I, I. I I totally understand that answer. I totally understand that answer. That is, that's an incredible answer. That's an incredible answer. I'm just acknowledging that's a phenomenal answer. Good for yeah. you, man. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I've had some, I've had some ups and some downs, man. So, you know, I good. like, uh, good. That, that's, uh, you know, that, there's a lot of people who, who's motivated by, you know, reaching for the top. I'm trying to get as far as way, far away from the bottom as I can. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what's your goal with this then? What is it? What are you, what are you after? What is the end result? What is, what's the, you know, what's the finished, what's the tackle for you? What, tell me about The tackle that. for me would be when I can uh, really like time, man, like, Free, like I love like football is my passion like football is like, I would not be on the phone with you guys on this podcast if it wasn't for football and like I know right. like there's they just it just created so many opportunities I mean, and it taught me so many like skills and disciplines that um I'm just I'm passionate about it so I, I would love to get back and like coach and give back to some kids, and I, you know, right. not high school or pro, right. but like little league. But you know, in the car business, right. it's, it's pretty difficult to do. So, well, I, I that leads me to my next question. And then, I mean, if somebody, if you have a brand new salesperson, you have a piece of putty, 
and they're saying, hey, man, what's, what's the best way that I can I can market myself? Do you have any suggestions for that? I mean, what do you what do you suggest they do? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's going to include social media for sure. Um, <laughs> but I think with everybody, uh, like, you know, just find, not even, I ain't gonna say what even you're good at, you know, you gotta have something that you like to do and, and find a way to incorporate that. You know, if you can't find a way, cause I know not everybody is creative, um, but everybody loves to do something and there's a way to incorporate whatever it is you love to do with cars. I mean, there's, I see a lot of creative people, not just doing music, but finding creative ways to build their audience on social media. Um, so there's like, there's one, uh, I know a guy, he, he, he no longer sells cars, he does credit repair now, but he was good at creating photos, photoshopping himself in images. Um, that make you remember him. That's what it's all about being, being remembered. Right. And uh, so right. W- whatever it is that I, I was teach the green hey, whatever it is that you like to do, you know, whatever it is that you find yourself doing the most, find a way to, you know, put that thing in social media and, and involve cars. You know, you don't have to sell cars all day because all you're talking about is cars and you know, people are not going to really follow you. Right. The, um, so Seth Godin talks about building the the smallest group possible, the 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 most loyal band of followers possible. You know, Gary V talks about content consistency. You know, Grant Cardone talks about profits in the at, at the attention. What what is your opinion on on dealership advertising nowadays? What is what where where should the monies be spent in, in your view? Oh, hold on. You, I say you say what's my opinion on. It cut out a little bit. On, on dealers, yeah, on dealership advertising. Dealership advertisement. Um. Okay. So, what's my opinion on dealership advertisement? Yes. Well, shit. Um. I think they're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> no doubt. So, but I think I think it should be more spent on. And, and I'm gonna give. So I'm like, like I've always had my own dealership. What? And I didn't realize it until I went to this conference, this CPOV conference yesterday, this past couple of days, and the stuff that they was talking about. And I was like, man, I've been doing this. I've been doing this, but I wasn't doing it right. <laughs> so, but advertising on Facebook. I mean, I've been doing here recently. I learned with the uh, you know with the real estate thing how to market and advertise and target people on Facebook, and the leads are like pouring in. So I think that there's a lot of dealerships who I hear from what I hear, and even with the, the stats that I see, the the amount of people spending money on TV ads, I think is insane because not very many people watch TV. Like I, I was, I lived in Dallas for four years before I even bought a TV. Like I was, but it's not, you know what? I'm sorry to, inter- to interrupt here, but I just want to interject really quick. You know, the, the, the frequency portion that you get from sites like Facebook and Instagram, you just can't match it, dude. Cause it's so cheap. Yes. Right? And that's the, that's the, that's the goal or should be your goal when it comes to advertisement. The yes. least amount of the, the most amount of frequency for the least amount of dollars. But anyway, I just wanted to say that thought. But yeah, man, yeah. I totally agree with you. That's that's you're hundred percent right. Like Facebook, Instagram, 
YouTube. Um, if you're doing it right, but yeah, social, social media in general, like the uh, that's that's definitely where the money should be spent because that's where every like you don't have to guess if people see your stuff. You know they see your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I t- I totally agree. So um, let me ask you this question, dude. Um, how many how many dealerships contact you every month and they tell you to go work for them? Man, I, so <laughs> <laughs> man, I used to get it a lot. I mean, it was like the most insulting thing. Like I used to, I couldn't stand being, hey, hey, man, come work for. Why would I do that? Like, why? <laughs> Like you know, what I mean, if you if you want to offer me a a management job to come come teach those you know people how to do it, that's one thing. Or if you want to inquire about you know what other skills I have, like I like I have more to offer than sell cars. Like like I, that ain't even my thing. Like my, I'm a better I'm better in a more uh, I'll say valuable to any organization as a leader than I am. A player. Yes. Oh, I totally agree. Yes. I mean, dude, if that doesn't prove the, if that initiative and that creativity doesn't prove that, I mean, dude, come on, like, right. it's so obvious. So I mean, and, and, you know, it's it's the the, the car business in this whole and and for the most part is like real old school, um, and it, you know, there's a huge disconnect between the new salespeople and the old managers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you got me right there in the middle. So <laughs> I feel like uh feel like the middle child. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, dude, so you re- revolutionized uh, the 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 sales game, right? Mm-hmm. By combining those and p- putting social media in there. What how, what are you gonna do now for the uh, interact the internet director role? Oh, how are you gonna gonna switch that up? So we actually, I've, I've done a couple of like I've been an internet director for shoot almost two years now. Like I wasn't even like, oh, right on. yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't talk, I mean, you know, sell, sell, like customers don't care what, what your position is when you're on social media. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so like, so I, you know, I still make videos. Like I've included a couple of, couple of my guys in the videos. Um, we got another song that we was going to do, but, um, shoot, these they guys moved on to other dealerships. Like, they got other, other opportunities, so. We got right now. I'll just be focused on moving the needle with the with the traffic that the dealership is providing, and trying to get my guys to just go out and you know brand themselves. Um, so that's that's been my main focus. But I, I mean, I, we got we got some stuff coming up though. We got some- right on, man. Nice. Um, how about, um, you know, like if you were to, you know, you know, if you were getting paid, right, to, to, to give one, one piece of advice, right, mm-hmm. for somebody starting out today, considering the technology, considering the, what you talked about, the, the discrepancy between, um, you know, management styles and things like that within the dealership, um, you know, something that would allow them to learn the, the process quicker, you know, regardless of, you know, marketing themselves and all that, because I think we've covered that. Right. But what tip 
or, or advice would you give that? Would you give yourself even if you were starting the car business, uh, you know, today, day one? Uh, shoot, the YouTube. Like that's that's like so I I've I've tried to sell cars at two other dealerships prior to this one, but you know the so the train like there's a dis like you like you said there's a disconnect between the you know these they call it everybody calls the millennials you know between the millennials and old school old the old dog old school car guys um, right you know the the communication is is not there right so i would say but youtube and you know a lot of them i got younger i got siblings that are millennials and they they are maybe the most well, I ain't gonna say, well, they are tie for the most stubborn people. So <laughs> the millennials are stubborn and then the old car dogs are stubborn. So, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> so so they they uh but you good luck there, right? <laughs> so, so YouTube, man, I'm telling you, YouTube, Gary, so Gary V, Steve Richards, um were the main two people that I and it was one other guy that I used, um but you, to, you basically you gotta you gotta invest in yourself. It's like I, I mentioned football being uh, what it has been to me, and a great analogy that I use with anything is with football. Like the NFL, have you? They they get paid um, per game. So there's 16, 16 if exclude the payoff playoffs, they get paid sixteen times per year. They only play sixteen games, sixteen days out of a 365 day year but the majority of their work so the majority of their work is done outside right. outside of work and the same has to be done in sales you can't wait till you go you can't get all your the majority of your training has to be outside of work you can't wait till you go to work to get training right Dude, I love that, man. That's that is so good. That's a great message. Yeah, man, I totally agree. And we talked about this in one of the episodes recently, but, you know, we oftentimes wait for all the companies and stuff to provide everything to us, but we got to put in our own effort too, man. We got to, you know, if it's our career, oh, we yeah. to invest our own time. Absolutely. And like the, major- yeah. the majority of your investment should come from you. It, had, uh, yeah. it has to come from you. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I love it, man. Uh, this has been such a great yes. conversation. I feel like we could, we could, you know, keep this deal rolling for a minute. But, you know, we're almost at that time. I wanted to give you a moment to um, let people know how they can get in touch with you if you're if you feel comfortable with that. Um, do you have anything coming up that you want to that you want to uh, put put out there? So let, make sure people check it out. Yeah. So I got. I may talk about the real estate thing too. You know. I got a couple of uh, well, I got, I had, man. So remember, I, I told you, I asked you, I inboxed you, say, hey, man, does it have to be on, can it be on the phone? So I was in Vegas for the CPOV uh, conference. And dude, I, we should have done this live. I live in Vegas. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, <laughs> I would have, I would have done it too, man. Cause I didn't do it. I didn't do anything yep. else, but I was working on the plane. And I was like, man, let me put this thing in and put it up. And but we was already at mid-flight, so I put the my laptop in the in the seat pocket, um, in the, behind the seat that is in front of me. And I got off the plane and left my laptop on the plane. Oh, <laughs> so hopefully Southwest yeah. returned it back to me. 
because I do got some material on there, some songs that I had created. Yeah. Oh, man, you gotta <laughs> so, get that shit back. <laughs> so I was telling my brother, I was like, man, I feel like the rappers, man, when they feel like when they be posting on social yeah. media talking about their car got broken into and their laptop is gone. <laughs> so, Bro, watch somebody watch your song. Gonna uh, win a Grammy. With <laughs> like, hey, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I gotta. <laughs> So I gotta buy. Either, either I gotta I gotta wait till my laptop is re- returned, or I gotta get a new one before I put out any material. But we got some. We got a Dallas, a team Dallas Dodge song coming, and then um, I got some real estate stuff coming. And where can people find you? Check it out. Obviously, social media. Uh, which platforms? LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yep, yeah, I'm on. I'm Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, I think that's it. But if if I'm on, if there's a social media platform and I'm on it, the name is the same. Both are ten. All right, there you go. So, and we're gonna put all that stuff in the notes. We'll put a, we'll put your, uh, the links to all that stuff. If you, if you don't mind sharing your phone number, we'll put that in there too. Um, and you know, anybody listening to this, highly, highly, especially the decision makers, highly, highly suggest that you check check the content out. Just so that you can get an idea, man, of how powerful it can be when you combine your passion, um, something that you enjoy doing, and you tie it into the, the business. Like it works, man. It really, really works. Yes. No, yeah. So it does. Anyway, man, thank you so much for coming on. There's one more question that I have. This is a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. And that question is where do you see the automotive industry headed in the next five years and why? Oh, well, I mean, the the easy, obvious answer is online. <laughs> so that's coming for sure. Um, online deliveries. I mean, I, I think, you know, car dealerships is going, you know, with service and with people just wanted, you know, the whole test drive thing. But I think a good majority of the sales is going to be online sales. Um, and the people who don't do the online sales I, I think they're going to be out of a job mm-hmm. I totally agree with that so kind of you, what you're talking about is being able to complete that process digitally kind of with maybe digital retailing or some right right some right hybrid that. yeah absolutely yeah absolutely like cause I, me being an internet director now I hear it all the time and I have to keep my guys head in the game but because you know it's coming you know it's coming people don't want to come to the dealership like we all day we hear i was hoping to get it done without having to come to the dealership right right so right it's only a matter of time yeah no i i agree and i mean look at carvana's numbers and they continue to, to take market share away but i also agree with what you said about service and test drives i don't think i think that the that you know the dealers are always going to be are, are going to have their safe place right right but um, you know they you could potentially lose market share if you don't if you don't um you know set things up right to compete and be able to offer that that experience to your customers no doubt absolutely hey brother thank you so much dude for coming on it's been awesome talking to you i had a blast we, you know we laughed a ton um i think there's a lot lots and lots of good information here um, yes. I'm just super thankful, man, to have the opportunity to talk to you and pick your brain. I'm a fan. Um, you know, I like what you're doing, man. I, I think that it's just awesome. I appreciate it, man. I'm, when, when I when I saw the lineup, I was like, man, 
gonna have to get some. I had to see if I can get some of those guys' autographs, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, you pulled it off, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. This, this season for sure. Glad that you're a part of it, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. That's all we got for today. Thanks for tuning in. And as usual, we'll talk later. made it all the way to the end congratulations thank you so much for tuning in we truly truly appreciate it if you like this episode and you think of somebody that can benefit from this information please make sure to share it share this podcast so that they can take these insights back to the dealership and implement on their day-to-day thank you so much and as usual we'll talk later